there it is right there. We are giving away a pair of Beat the Box Office tickets to see Sting's upcoming tour. It's called Sting, My Songs with guest Joe Summer. It's at Rogers Arena, September the 29th. We want to send you there. Now, tickets go on sale uh, Friday through Live Nation. But as I said, these are Beat the Box Office tickets. So you have a chance to win a pair this morning if you can sting along with a st- I got to say this right. Sting along with a sting song. Now you can see why I had a little trouble with that, right? Sting along with a sting song. That's what we're going to be doing this morning for your chance to win. Uh, Very simple. There's so many great sting songs out there. We'll keep it very easy for you. Your chance to win is coming up. So just keep listening for that. Now, I like to say you learn something new every day. You've probably heard me say that before. So I can tell you that up until this morning, I did not know that maple syrup is one of the 10 most adulterated foods in the world. It can be labeled incorrectly. It can be tampered with. It can be smuggled, extensively smuggled, actually. Um, Do you remember the story of the great maple syrup heist of about 10 years ago? 3,000 tons of maple syrup were stolen from a warehouse in central Quebec. That maple syrup was worth almost $20 million. I know, it's crazy, right? The fight against maple syrup smuggling continues. And now some producers are even using something called fluorescence fingerprinting to combat this. How does it work? Why is it so important? Well, Maria Corradini joins us now, the co-author of the study that looked into this, an associate professor of food science and the Arel Chair in Food Quality at the University of Guelph. Maria, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Cindy, for having me. How are you? I am good. Thank you. Well, what is fluorescence fingerprinting? What does that mean? Well, basically, uh, many foods, including maple syrup, they have fluorescent compounds that are naturally present on them. So basically, if you put them under UV light, they glow. Uh, but that, uh, that glow is very distinctive for every kind of product. So basically, you can map it creating something that resembles a fingerprint as our fingerprints in order to characterize the product. So as you, as you will said, you know, you always learn something new. So now you also learn that uh, maple syrup glows. <laughs> I did not know that maple syrup glows under UV light. So you can, you can find out, I guess, then what maple syrup should look like. So then you can check it. Exactly. So it has a very distinctive a combination of compounds that actually allow you to see if it is glowing correctly or not. (laughs) Right. So is the the fluorescent kind of fingerprint different depending on the type of grade of maple syrup we're talking about? Yeah, it's slightly different depending on the grade. um, Also, it depends uh, probably if you are looking into amber or dark syrup. And also it depends on terroir. So, for example, maple syrups that are coming from Quebec or that are said that are coming from Quebec are slightly different from the ones from Ontario. Okay, so is this something that maple syrup producers would really like to start using? Uh, Well, it's not that difficult to implement. So once we have a significant database um, that actually allows us to map all these uh, nuances in terms of terroir, in terms of uh, type, uh, that's something that might be another tool in the arsenal to combat food fraud. Okay, so is that what you're in the process of doing now then, is kind of building that database? 
Exactly. That would be annoying. And once you built it, then what happens? Well, now you can implement it uh, at industrial levels if that is uh, fit. Okay, so if I'm a maple syrup producer, then can I kind of tap into that database and, and find out what my maple syrup is supposed to look like? Yes, yeah. <laughs> that would be the ultimate uh, desirable outcome of this. Oh, interesting. So Maria, why maple syrup? Why study this? Well, we are interested in a variety of products in terms of, in terms of quality. Uh, so maple syrup, uh, of course, that is a typical Canadian product. Um, from my particular and personal experience, you know, I, probably you can tell that I'm not Canadian. So that was the first encounter with Canadian products. And, you know, adding, adding maple syrup to your diet is always a treat. Um, but as you well said, you know, it's a very expensive commodity, so it's, uh, it's highly um, vulnerable to any kind of tampering. Um, we are interested in studying food authenticity, so it's not just uh, maple syrup what we have been uh, working on. Uh, I'm, I'm part of a network of uh, researchers that actually are working on different commodities. Oh. So, for example, Dr. Estefan Bayern uh, in McGill is studying honey uh, and oils. Um, Dr. Robert Hanner is studying fish. And actually, he was one of the first ones uh, that spotted a significant amount of uh, fraudulent activities in fish. Okay, so this is so interesting. So this is a way to really make sure that what you're buying is the genuine article, right? Exactly. And it's not just about authenticity. It has also to do with food safety because some of these adulterations actually can have safety implications. Okay, so how soon will this be able to be used by producers? Well, it depends how fast we work it up. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, we expect to have, uh, we are in the, pro in the process of wrapping up the final, a final manuscript uh, for submission, and after that, you know, it's just implementing the uh, database and expanding it. Um, the expansion of the database is something that will happen continuously. It's not something that we can, uh, oh, you know, I just collected 1,000 samples and we are all set. Uh, that's a good start, but actually, in order to make these kind of processes uh, continuously uh, relevant is something that has to be kept uh, updated. It's fascinating stuff. Maria, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. That is Maria Corradini, who's a co-author of this study looking into this, and the Associate Professor of Food Science and the Arel Chair in Food Quality at the University of Guelph. So they're approaching this from a food safety issue, but I can imagine that if you produce a food item, like a regional food item, like Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese, for instance, or maple syrup, you want to be able to tell people this is definitely from this farm, this region, and that's why you're paying this amount of dollars for it without it being adulterated or changed somehow, which apparently is a huge problem when it comes to the maple syrup industry. Here's the other thing. Did you know the Canadian maple syrup industry accounts for approximately 75% of the maple syrup production in the entire world? Yes, we produce 75% of the world's maple syrup. 89% of that comes from Quebec. 
7% from New Brunswick, 4% from Ontario, and a little bit less than 1% coming from Nova Scotia. Second largest producer of maple syrup in the world, right behind us, is the United States. They account for approximately 24% of global production, and they get about half of it from Vermont, some from New York State, some from Maine. Uh, but essentially, Canada is a giant when it comes to producing maple syrup. So you can understand, just like, as Maria pointed out, in Italy, they want to protect their olive oil, they want to protect their cheese, that we want to make sure that when we're selling maple syrup, it is exactly what we are telling people it is and what they are paying a premium for. 